Talent, nigga. That's... He played. He played football, uh, baseball, and basketball. Yeah, but he wasn't no good at baseball. We saw that. He had that growth spurt. Yeah. What's up, y'all? We live Splendid Radio on Farside TV. You know what I'm saying? We got special guest, uh, Justin of uh, Zana. See the Xanadu? Yes, sir. We have a uh, comedian, Craig Smith. Uh, What's Parker? Very- very funny guy. And uh, we got my co-host, Jeremy Scipio. Very funny guy. You know what I'm oh, saying? <laughs> so, so what's up, y'all? How, how the Rona treating you? Oh, man. Ducking and dodging. <laughs> Ducking and dodging. I bought a mannequin arm that I could uh, shake people's hands with long distance. <laughs> and, and I put a glove on the hand. I don't even trust them <laughs> touching the mannequin's hand. Yeah, it's a raw time, man. Yeah, yeah. So what's up, man? How has the Rona affected you since uh, everything's gone down, Craig? Uh, money, money-wise, I ain't really made no money. I made money selling some merch, but that's come to a halt. But it really hasn't affected me in a negative way. I actually, I got back to my 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 young self. When I was young, like 10, 11 years old, I was really disciplined and, and like, you know, the shit that I loved. I would practice hoop every day. I would rap every day. And I kind of got back to the basics on that. I just been putting my nose to the grindstone on the creative shit and kind of trying to take advantage of it that way, you know? That's cool. Yeah, so, so, um, so, so I, I tell the story over and over, but, but just to kind of give you a segue into Justin, um, I met Justin going to a farmer's market, uh, like I've been going there for years and I just always saw him and, and I don't know if it was his son, but another, another black guy with him and they had all these greens, like, uh, look like wheatgrass and all kinds of stuff. And I, I pass him up. We give each other the nod, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, he's doing this thing, but I, I'm really looking at it like, man, it's nothing over there for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm really not messing with it. So, uh, maybe about maybe six months ago, I finally struck up a conversation with him. And I think I had a far side hat on turn backwards or whatever. He's like, oh, you know, the far side, I know such and such. Woo, 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 woo. And we jumped off a conversation. And he kind of explained what microgreens were to me. And he uh, he was making juice, too. So he hooked me up with some juice. And uh, since I go so hard on my body in the opposite direction, I decided to uh, <laughs> let, let Justin pull me into something in the other direction. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, no, nah, that's been my little thing. Microgreen. I eat it like salad. You know what I'm saying? I try to eat a, he has a little container and I eat like half of his little containers as a, uh, 
salad every day to just get my little, you know, try to get mine on. So what's up with you, Jeremy? Uh, you've been Yo. working out during this Rona, Rona time? Uh, I got a little general workout I do, but that's not, man, I, I wish I was one of those people who actually could keep a routine. Uh, no, nah, man, I've just been uh, drinking bleach and, and ingesting, uh, <laughs> ingesting <laughs> into my uh, veins like heroin. So uh, I've been good. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga said he been drinking bleach. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, man. You're supposed to drink a cup of bleach a day. That's what uh, the president said. Oh, man. I um, I uh, I was tuning in to an internet show. I think it was yesterday or the day before uh, on, on a YouTube channel. And they had this cat on there who's supposed to be like, he, he's a pro-black cat. Like, hell of a hell of a hell of a pro-black. Said he loves people. Mm -hmm. You know, the black people, this, that, and the third. And, uh, he his argument was Trump has done more for like black people and more as a president than like Obama. Man, he was talking about all the president. You know, he was breaking it down on the gang of the presidents. You know what I'm saying? And I was just I was trying to wrap my head. Reparations, <laughs> so that's what we really need. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about none of that other crap. <laughs> like yo, he suggested that black people do better. I don't care about that. Give hey, us wow. reparations. They had the money this entire time, dog. Have y'all noticed that? Have y'all noticed that shit? They just released four hundred. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. They just released was it forty billion dollars for Corona relief the second go round? No, right. I gotta get you get check. I got fact check. But regardless, this is the second round, and he's gonna release some more. Do you understand how many things are being released? All the money released, small business loans, everything. Just hey, so right. unless Trump is talking about reparations, he ain't do shit for me. He ain't never gonna talk. He ain't never gonna talk about reparations, man. We live in an, an industrial prison complex, man. So you know they've uh, they've they they have legislature that villainizes and legally makes poor and surviving. Being poor, illegal. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know right now? huh? No, no. I'm trying to. I'm live, man. But this this shit keep falling. I I feel like an imbecile right now. I'm doing two different things. <laughs> my my apologies, man. You got the duct tape. He was like, "Yeah, man. I'm trying to do a really important." Oh, wait. No, my my shit is breaking <laughs> down over here, man. I apologize, man. This shit is crazy, man. So what's up, Justin? What was the farmer's market like uh, last week at both locations? Oh, man, it's lovely, man. Yeah, man, Cats is coming out there and representing, you know what I'm saying? So it's been pretty cool, man. It's been pretty cool. It's a little different. Of course, the vibe is different, but, you know. Explain. Can you oh, explain wait. to me what a microgreen is, please? I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I got a real abstract mind, man. I'm thinking of a midget that's growing uh, like weed in a small pot. That's where my mind went. But I know that it ain't nothing like that. What is a microgreen, man? Microgreens are basically, they are the next step from the sprout. So you got a sprout and you go into a microgreen. So if you can think of like an alfalfa sprout, um, anything like that. But a microgreen, um, uh, the other difference between that is that microgreens actually grown in soil while uh, the sprouts grow in water. But when you see a microgreen, how, how about this? Have you had sushi? You like sushi or anything like that? Yes, sir. Like sometimes I'll have microgreens on the plate, like uh, along with um, like different rolls. Sometimes they'll be inside the rolls. Um, but they're super nutritious, man. Super nutritious, super flavorful. Yeah. Uh, four okay. to four times more nutrient rich in some cases. You okay. Know, zinc. Um, in some of them, uh, vitamin C in some of them, protein in some of them. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're the truth, man. Break, break down Justin from the seed up real quick. Oh, it goes, uh, so you go from sprout to microgreen to petite green to baby green, then into full size green. Yeah. Wow. Lots of levels of the greens, you know what I'm saying? If you keep on going up. Most of us eat, you know, babies to, uh, kind of full size. Is there a nutritional uh, um, elevation from micro to full size, or does it, it pretty much? Have yeah, the same? Oh, that's what I was saying before. Like per cup, um, for some of them, it's about four to forty times more nutrient dense in the microgreen than it would be in your full size green. Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, they're they're, um, they're pretty intense, man. It's just basically from the seed, you know what I'm saying? It has everything that it needs in it to sprout. So from seed to about, well, let's say like when the plant gets its third leaf, it's not looking for anything of the soil, really. It can look for like nutrients, but for the most part, it's not. It has everything that's inside of it. It's really just looking for the sun. And uh, it's just getting its, its legs, if you will. And then it'll grow that third leaf. And then from that third leaf, now we're looking more into the nutrients of the soil and uh, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, that's what makes sprouts and microgreens so much more nutrients, uh, nutrient dense and available in a lot of ways too. Oh man, you just improved me, man. That's this is crazy. I need I need this dude's number. I had no idea, man. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm gonna turn everybody on to him, man. I uh, appreciate y'all, man. I eat I eat my pork, man, and and, and, my sugar, <laughs> and, you know, and I and I even eat my microgreens with my with my pork. <laughs> uh, that's that's like saying, yeah, man. I get my vitamin juice from mimosas, man. I put orange juice and vodka together, and shit, nigga, shit happens. You know, what I'm <laughs> that, that's dope, man. Hey, so yeah, let me Michael, ask you a question: Is it better to get your minerals from greens? Because I was told that things like sea moss, like I, I was told that sea moss has like either ninety six or ninety eight of the ninety six of the ninety eight minerals that make up the body. Yeah, well, a lot of that. I mean, sea moss, man. You know, I have yet to really jump on that game. Uh, where I get most of my sea moss or kelp information is just via the, the, the plant. I'm sorry, like the fertilization that I use on my plants. Um, so, yeah, man, when you're looking at those types of minerals, man, that's the ocean. So right. All kind of minerals inside the ocean, man. That periodic table is pretty much the ocean. You know, it's, it's just all there. So right. uh, sea moss, man, you know, yeah, you definitely can get some proper proper benefits and minerals from there. But then, you know, there's different kinds of sea mosses too, man. Some come from different different parts of the world, you know, like Irish sea moss, like that one, uh, from what I understand, I think it comes off from like, like from Ireland somewhere and it floats, I know, into like uh, different areas of the world, you know, uh, like yeah. Jamaica. So I've often heard them cats talk about, you know, they have some Irish sea moss or whatnot. But from what I understand, man, like, you know, different parts are going to have different uh, or more uh, minerals, you know what I'm saying? And which makes sense, you know what I mean? So yeah. from different uh, regions, you know? So what's up, what's up with you, Jeremy, man? You've been uh, getting your extra grub on during this Corona. <laughs> yeah, man, I've, I've been cooking, my girl been cooking more, man. Um, shoot, I actually, uh, you know, I wasn't not a chef or anything like that, but uh, man, I've actually been throwing down. I've been cooking steak for breakfast, man. It's been, it's amazing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you got a beard like that, you can only eat shit like steak and rubbish, and you know what I mean. Like you got, you probably you look like you kill your own food, nigga. Like <laughs> you got a bow and arrow in the closet, nigga. What you? Craig knew me when I just when I just had the, the mustache, the baby mustache. You know, he's you know one of the smartest dudes I ever met, man. Yeah, he's so humble, man. This dude is brilliant, man. I'm telling you, man. He's a he's a genius. Right now, I'm trying to use that to get this bread, though. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Every morning, I need to wake up and look at what's going on with this Corona money. You could be Would a Corona you, millionaire. I'm trying you, to tell you, man. You trading on the forex market, or are you just doing stocks and bonds? <laughs> no, man. I'm trying to. They releasing all this money. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, you talking about? Oh, I thought you was talking about. Okay, you talking about getting money from the government? You talking about high mm -hmm. level? Uh, high level. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, hand. You talking about high level handouts? <laughs> <laughs> Look, right. I'm telling you right now. Well, I say this. There's no such thing as free money. So the the market has been flipped on its head. The economy been flipped on its head. I mean, we're gonna live to see the day where gas gonna be like six bucks and you know a pound of hamburger gonna be eight dollars, eight dollars. But until then, right now, they are they're giving small uh, uh, business loan reliefs, tax reliefs, everything. I mean, they just approved. If you ain't get your stimulus, everybody got their stimulus. Not yet. Not yet. Well, what is going on, man? I'm talking to well, the wrong well, group. Yeah, I'm so, I'm I'm self-employed, so it's a little bit different. No, I'm self-employed, man. What are you no, talking about? And I'm saying like the process, if you're not if you're not getting a check from uh you know what I'm saying a job, I mean right, you know, if, you, if you pay if you, what you pay are you taxes, talking about? Yeah, if you pay taxes, they're gonna if they if you pay taxes, they're gonna 
I know that they send it to you the way that you paid your last taxes. That's how okay. I, I do yeah. my taxes every other year. Uh, well, if you did it last year, if that's one of the see, this is why I need to talk to my brothers, man. <laughs> I will send you emails every morning on what you're supposed to be doing. See, white people do this inherently in their family. You know what I'm saying? They know right. this, Don't even is, this is this you the, I heard the fact that you are currently losing money right now when there are programs made for this specific situation. I mean, this is part of being uh, an American citizen. This is what the Constitution is about, really, more than, you know, arresting us. And so let me ask you a question. Us. If you don't have a checking account, uh, how are you supposed to deposit the check? Uh, so Walmart, um, I think they cash checks for like four dollars, five dollars or I think a percent or one percent of whatever it is. Even in that, any corner store, you know, Korean, Muslim, African going to cash that check. They're not going to not cash that check. Tell you that right. right now. Real, real quick, real quick side story. <clears throat> I'm not going to say who, but uh, when the far side was coming up, you know, like I want to say it had to be around 90, 91. These dudes knew of people that would cash checks without IDs, man. Wow. Spot yeah. I was 91, dog. You said 91, dog. You said 91? Yeah, a lot of legal shit. Bill Cosby was running around here raping people with 91. Straight up. You, you up here talking about times have changed, nigga. See, I don't know, I don't know about the Bill Cosby statement, man. Cause uh you gotta remember we're dealing with we're dealing with industry whores who do anything to make it, man. So that's that a lot different than, than Becky that work at Walmart, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying you know, the rules have changed. You got groupies and I got groupies, so you could Hey, he's uh, not lying. Huh? He's not lying about that. You know what I'm saying? You know, so Cosby, women look at him like they can change his life. And when he don't, it's some animosity that, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, but uh, in, in the 90s, you could buy a house with a stated loan. If you had a over 720 credit, you can go on credit score. You can go in with a business card. You, oh shit, you could probably, you could do that almost to 2006, man. I knew dudes who was, who I know dudes who knew a dude and you get a loan for like two hundred thousand, but the dude who okayed the loan got like twenty or thirty thousand. Right. Check in, and it was. Yeah. But that screwed it up for everybody because now you gotta have man, you gotta have your eyes dotted, your T's crossed, the whole mm -hmm. you know, ins and out. But the crazy thing, I look back, and I'm like, I knew the dudes who were doing the loans, and I knew who the dudes who was getting broke off, and I knew the whole little chain and how who was getting paid and what was getting paid. But none of these dudes have money now. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing to me, man. That's a Ooh. great point. You said they didn't have money. Well, Ooh. just because you have money don't mean you know how to make money. No, it's a whole different hustle when you start from zero or you build something. It's a whole different discipline. And it's a whole it's a whole another level of integrity. You know what I'm saying? When you start from zero, because people who start from nothing and become something like you have, G, they don't really try to cheat cheat the process as much but when niggas ain't really been through the process they always looking for a shortcut like well right right, right. man and it don't hey, work like that the mm. process the process wasn't on purpose man right. i just say that it was you know me and brown dealing with just trying to figure some shit out <clears throat> and just and, and just uh put it this way for me i'm the dude if i'm looking for something I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and go downtown and just go from person to person to person to person to person. And I'll meet that person that looks me in my eyes that just sees that, you know, how bad I want it or just whatever. And, and I'll finally break the thing. And then on Brown's side of it, he's like a maniac for information on whatever he's interested in. So he'll just put hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And, uh, and it's, and it's kind of like that just developed into like an inherent survival tool. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if, if if you want it, you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta dig in. So so on your side of it, Craig, um, how would you classify yourself for 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 you guys that don't know, Craig uh, Smith? He's a YouTube personality, professional bagger, deaf comedy jam roaster, uh, weightlifter. Uh, <laughs> that's funny to the moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But uh how would you decide how would you describe your uh your comedy? Oh uh, okay. 
my comedy is uh i guess the through line of it would be accountability right um it's blue collar for sure um and it's it's i feel like my comedy is a representation of the working class male who takes care of his responsibilities and has frustrations with life and so my filter um, is to say things that that person can't say because it would destroy his livelihood or possibly destroy his marriage. You know what I'm saying? You, so, you, know, you know what drew me into you as a fan. Um, I watched you on another show and you were talking about how uh, a situation where you, you reminded me of myself a little bit where you would, do extra things at comedy clubs to like get your time. You know what I'm saying? Right, right where, right, where it's like, you know, the safest, to me, the safest bet is myself. Like I, man. I believe, in equ- man, I believe in equity on me. I know what I'm going to do to cross the line. I know what Brown's going to do to cross the line. Right. I know that if we don't got the money, if we don't have the privilege, if we don't have the hookup, the work ethic is going to get us across. Yeah. You know so when you were telling the story uh on the other show and you were saying man you were getting your hustle on to you know get your stage time that kind of impressed me man i was like damn you know he in order what it showed me you were willing to put into yourself you know definitely which which man oneself is the safest bet if your ethic is right man you know there there, there was a african parable that's i heard indirectly (laughs) <laughs> from uh i think his name is phil valentine right and and that was a, i heard that like about 19 years ago and that changed my life and the parable was um that that we are all gods having a human experience and when i heard that shit it really resonated with me because before i heard that i th- every time i heard the word god because I was raised in the traditional European church, I thought that that meant like a deity in the sky, or that means I'm greater than everybody. I got these powers. And at first I was kind of taken aback because I was like, how can a man call himself God? But that's not really what the statement is saying. That's, that statement is basically saying that uh, we're all gods because we have the ability to manifest our thoughts into a reality. You know what I'm saying? And when that clicked with me, it just made me become more accountable because I felt like everything that I was taught coming up was for me to believe that things outside of me were what I needed to get to the next level, a degree, a PhD, a bad bitch, a nice car, you know what I'm saying? And that kind of made me realize that everything that I need is really just inside of me, but it's my responsibility to get, I don't give a fuck how crazy the idea is, out of my head and into the atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? And then it, you know, ideas just start to manifest from there, you know? So um, that's kind of the thing that clicked for me. And then when I stepped into comedy, I was already a hustler. I'd already had, you know, a little bit of money and lost it a few times. So the mentality, yeah, the mentality of the average comic really didn't resonate with me. You know what I'm saying? After I got the, the, uh, after I got the, 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 after I got it out of my head that I needed to get on stage a lot to figure out how funny I was and how to work shit after I got out of that codependent mind state, thinking that I needed a comedy club or a certain type of people to fuck with me to get to the next level, it, it, you know, that actually enabled me to start making more moves because I just started to realize that it, it's really about rounding yourself with what you create and then letting people judge your creations as opposed to trying to make friends with everybody and build relationships and shake hands. That's cool, too. That's necessary. But, you know, I'd rather have somebody have an opinion on something I've done and then meet me then meet them before I've done something and then try to get them to like me enough to give me an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that shit so changed I- me. I got a question for you, and I got a question for Jeremy. And I know you got a break in a minute, Craig, but uh, I pre—I definitely appreciate you tapping. But I'm—I'm I'm gonna hold on to you as long as you can hold on. All but right. this is a question for you and Jeremy, and I'll, I'll let—I'll let Jeremy go first. What do you think the shape of the of the of the comedy industry, as far as how you guys will walk up on stages, uh, let's say three months ago? You know what I'm saying? How do you feel that it has been reshaped due to this coronavirus? Like one, so so if today President Trump says 
you know what? No, I'm not gonna say President Trump. I'm gonna say uh, Michael Garcetti. He says, you know what? I want you guys to go back to, to doing your thing. How fast, how quick would you be to run to a, uh, to a stage? You know what I'm saying? To do your stage. I mean, uh, <clears throat> very quickly. Cool. I mean, that's like uh, that's like the day job and part of the night job, really. But um, the 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 thing is, is um, you know, uh, we we plan for things, and uh, you know, guys sometimes uh, interrupt those plans. You know what I mean, so here we are in a situation where you know you you should learn how to move smarter uh, going forward. You know what I mean? Like take more advantage of your time. Uh, but you know the the getting up on stage is the practice, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, as far as how fast, I mean, that's just like, you know, shooting, you know, shooting uh, in the Three. gym. You know? That's just like, that's just part of the game. But yeah. uh, but the culture, I would say the culture as a whole has been affected as far as um, live entertainment and uh, large venues, like uh, that, that house a lot of people. I mean, it's the, the the fact that we this the stigma is so big right now that even if they said everybody could just um, go do whatever they want, um, only certain venues are going to be packed. You know what I'm right. saying? Like majority of venues won't be packed. Like if you had a 200 seat venue, uh, I think you'll be okay, depending on you know if you're like a mainstream club or mainstream entity, but uh, or or your own personal um, brand is strong. You know, but if you're one of those people who rely on one of the smaller clubs or a smaller venue, or let's just say you were, let's just say you were averaging 50 people a night before, more than likely you're going to average about 10 or less going forward uh, until uh, the stigma's gone. Yeah, which is great. I think comedy clubs need to struggle yeah. because they feel like they are the talent. And, you know, they need to get their motherfucking wigs split for a while. A few of them need to close um, so they can realize that they're not the commodity. Oh, man. You call, man. I hate no, no, comedy no, he, clubs. He is not lying. I hate comedy clubs. We need but to thin out the herd. Huh? We need to thin out the herd. Well, we need not not of the comedians, but of. No, no, no. I'm saying of the clubs. We need yeah, to definitely. thin them out, thin them out. And I agree. Well, it's, it's, more, yeah. it's more mental, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people put themselves in those uh, slavery positions to these clubs, you know what I'm saying, where they don't, they don't, they don't do anything out on the outside, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even care about. I mean, yeah. Of course, your brand's supposed to be strong, but you should you know, at least be able to make money outside of uh, a comedy club. That's not. They're not. No comedy clubs conducive to the art form of stand-up comedy. Yeah, he knows. They, they, they me- are bars. They yeah. are bars. The star is the alcohol. Right. I mean, and never forget that. Straight never. up and down. I agree. <laughs> Whoa. I agree. Whoa. Yeah, that needs to happen though, because the 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 normal guys like us, the comedians, I mean the system is always whether it's a you know comedian or a truck driver or just anyone who has that employee position, the system is always pushing down on us. You know what I'm saying? It's always Telling us we not good enough, or it all it always always underpaying us. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm always happy to see the hierarchy, uh, you know, get nailed with a nice punch. You know what I'm saying? I Shaking mean, in boots. You know what I'm saying? Real spit, man. Because you know, <laughs> real spit. You know, it's, it just, sometimes it ain't fair what they do to people. I I have I have a comedian buddy who passed from I won't say it's Corona because um, specifically that made him pass, but one of the major reasons he died was because when he passed, they probably could have revived him, right? But when when the paramedics got there, they refused to give him mouth to mouth because they didn't want to risk possibly getting corona. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, where you're like, damn, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't wish death on the owners of a comedy club, but I mean, shit, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, but they, um, kind of like, they, 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 a lot of them, uh, because stand-up comedy and comedy clubs exist outside of OSHA and regulating, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them operate on outside of the law and they're able to, to do things. They, 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 they reign in power for years indefinitely without any competition right. or any, you know, to, or at least to their, 
with any competition to their uh, their their uh, the way they rule things or whatever. So right. it's always good when something comes along and just say, "Fuck your shit." Whatever your right. plans were, fuck that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. Hey, yo, now, now who are you? See, at least <laughs> as a comedian, you are your own entity. You are you. I'm, I'm Jeremy Scipio before I'm a comedian, but I want to get into all that. But a lot of these niggas weren't even themselves. They were tyrannical uh, lords of this Im- imaginary domain right. that was based on lack of talent and all this other extra shit. Now who are you? This is how much comedy clubs like comedy club owners like comedians. I'm going to give you an example. If comedy stopped right now and magic became number one, then all the comedy clubs would turn into magic clubs and they would be magicians in the motherfuckers. Then if magician shit fell off and niggas like to see people do oil changes, then they would turn into oil change clubs. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't give a fuck about the talent. They just care about the money, which is cool as a, cause I'm a business owner and it's about the money, but it's gotta be a fine line. It's, 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 it, Go ahead. But a lot of them, a lot of them are in the system too. Uh, some people, a lot of people sign up for the system, so they don't realize what they're perpetuating. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like I'm not even gonna say slave. Like, like I wouldn't say they're like the slave owners, but they like the house negroes. Like comedy right. club owners are house negroes to a, a bigger uh, systematic issue. Right. You know what I'm saying, which is paying people for their time and their talent. Which no comedy club is uh, is is uh, above sin in that demeanor. I don't I don't know one club that pays comics uh, what they deserve after, before they uh, establish a brand where they're above needing to perform at that place in any way. Right, definitely, definitely. That's the story. But in every other form of entertainment, they do. You know, when cats get to the NFL, they be well paid immediately. You know what I'm saying? NBA immediately. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in comedy, there's a, there's a war. There's a war. We we lost our civil war. Every 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 entity, every establishment had a civil war. Right. We, we we did we lose became. ours. You're talking about the Great Strike. Yeah. Of we, the we 19 became. was it 70s or 80s? Uh, 1986, uh, I think it was. 19, mm-hmm. 1980. But, but bro, I got it. I got to get up, man. I hate to leave. Nah, nah, dude. You know what? I didn't even expect you to offer this, man. You know what I'm saying? I Craig Craig got something else he got popping. And uh man, he came through like a champ. You know what I'm saying? Uh from the moment that uh I wanna say Jeremy probably put his you brought Craig through the first time, right, Jeremy? Yep. Yep, yep. yep. I'll say from the from the time Jeremy brought Craig through and we clicked, it's just been a uh it's been growth. Like with him, him coming into the family, him, him and Brown politicking, just the whole little nine. Uh, you stepping in tonight, uh, tapping in, definitely above and beyond. I, I appreciate it. In uh, in another month, we are gonna have you come back in, and All we right. gonna get get it. But I, I got one last little question for you. Yes, sir. Do you like stand up, roasting, or sketch comedy better? What's oh, what? I'm a, I'm a stand up at heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's 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 what I do. So I prefer to roast people on stage in front of a lot of people. I like stand up. I like I feed off that energy. You know what I'm saying, you know, so I like to uh I I I've always been like the type of person that likes to get in front of crowds, which is kind of weird because on a like a personal level, uh, you know what I'm saying, people think I'm shy, you know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta really know me to do a lot of for me to do a lot of talking to you, you know. But no, I love stand-up, you know what I'm saying? I just John Wooden has this saying that stuck with me because I grew up hooping, right? And the saying is that, you know, never mistake activity for progress. You know what I'm saying? That's so, real. Uh, so since I already have a belief in myself as far as like an entertainer, I know material because I've done stock comedy for a while and I'm also an MC. I know material won't be hard for me to come by because I have a lot of life experience. So when it's time for me to get out on the road and do big shows, I know how to dial in and I have a process. It's probably like a five or six month process that can get me into a space where I can do a crisp and and fire hour on stage every night. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I just feel like at this point, stand up is like third or fourth because I got, I'm trying to build the structure of my business, my brand, you know what I'm saying? What I'm selling. And I'm trying to provide, you know, uh, a, a resource for myself so people would always have something that that they could 
you know, either purchase or, you know, something they could do to kind of support me. So, but stand up is my number one, not to go off on a tangent. No, 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 don't trip. So before you check out, uh, give everybody a social media tags, a YouTube channel, your whole little ins and outs. What's going on? So, uh, it's the Craig Smith, T H E E K R A I G Smith. That's the YouTube, the Craig Smith. My Facebook fan page is the Craig W Smith. I also have a, a Facebook group dedicated to my new sitcom, which is called uh, the group is called Big Head Craig, Big Head Craig. And then I also have an Instagram, the Craig Smith, and I have a Patreon on the that's being you know about to open up in a week or two. Uh, that's the Craig Smith as well. Then you can also find my podcast, Craig Facts, which is every Thursday from eight thirty to eleven thirty on Splendid uh, TV. Our splendid radio, right? Far side. <laughs> I'm hey, fucking man. with you. Hey. Far side TV. No, Far side TV. You, huh? like, you you stepped in it, man. We 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 not gonna let we not gonna uh release from your shoe so easily, man. You done stepped in it, so you part of the family. You know oh saying? no, I'm here for good, man. Every week, far we gonna far side TV gonna take over, man. So that's every Thursday. We were we're, we're on like a month hiatus because of the the corona, but we back this Thursday, man. So. uh yeah, man. And then uh, pretty much in the website is the Craig Smith. That'll be back up in about two weeks. Cool. That's where you can find me. Well, no, man, I appreciate you tapping in, man. I I was really when you told me your situation, I was like, OK, he's going to yeah. do whatever. But you step. And you know what? That's respect. You step oh, no. up to me the way I step up to you. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. So you, that was, you lead the way, man. I learned so much. Y'all listening out there. You don't know how much I learned from this man, man. He is. He's brilliant. Everything he say, you better pay attention to it. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't got a lot of game from him. Oh, man. We getting game from each other. So, yeah. no, man, I appreciate it. You do your thing. We're going to check in with you in another couple of weeks, and then we'll get it popping. And uh, I'm just going to continue on with Jeremy and uh, Mr. Justin Caesar's antidote. You know? Much respect, man. Much love, y'all. I'm going to hit you. All right. Hit me. All right. All right. Peace. Cool. So, so Justin. Yes, sir. So, man, this whole microgreens hustle, man, is <clears throat> deep. It's, it's, it's deep, man. It's deep. <laughs> it's, it's, but I'm going to tell you why. Because it's like right now, with the whole corona thing, like I, I mentioned microgreens to this uh, one of my uh, new clients today, and she was all over it. And she's like, oh, I have microgreens that I just got from the farmer's market in my, you know, woo -woo, in, in my refrigerator. I'm not saying microgreens are the miracle cure as far as getting your nutrition or whatever, but it's definitely something that needs to be paid attention to. Um, yeah, man. Um, you know, but shoot, there's a lot, man. There's so much out there that, you know, have different fruits, different vegetables. We, you know, we kind of bought up the sea moss thing, uh, Corella. You know, there's so many different uh, greens, man, that we don't even have out here, man, that, you know, I think at this point, man, like I was kind of hitting on like uh, not too long ago. It's about building the immunities more, you know, um, and trying to get that built up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, if uh, we're supposed to be going into this great war, you know, you want to go on with some kind of armor. So, um, you know, build those immunities up as much as you possibly can and just get it, you know, if that's what we're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So where can everybody uh, check you out this weekend? This weekend, man, you can find me at, on Saturday, you can find us in uh, Cerritos, as well as Riverside, downtown Riverside, and Cerritos uh, Farmer's Market. That's going to be near the um, Performing Arts Center. And then on Sunday, you can definitely catch us in Long Beach. And then, of course, you can always catch me on Instagram at the Seeds of Zanzadu. And then for all my other videos, if you'd like to do some orders, deliveries, uh, we normally hit in Los Angeles now on Thursdays. So, uh Hit me up at seasonsandsdo.com, drop an order, and yeah, man, we'll take care of you. And, and I'll say this, man. If you get down with Justin, you need to tap in for the pound, man. That, that, uh -huh. That's what you really need to tap in for, uh -huh. man. And you know what? I'm going to hook Jeremy up with a pound, and I got Brown on the pound, and I'm going to figure out how to get it to him so they can just get into this. Because I, I just feel, like I said, yeah. I drink high-powered liquor. And and I, and I and I have my other little cool, uh, you know, what I'm saying indulgence oh. and, I, and I love my pork and all that stuff. 
But it's something about the microgreens that just make me feel a little cool, man. No, man, yeah, man. They 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 do it, man. You feel in your body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's live food. Live wow. food, man. You know, I, they, you can't be denied. They just can't be denied. You know what I'm saying? They just can't be denied. I have a question for you. So last week when I went to the, uh, when I pulled up on you, yeah, um, yeah. there was a lady that I saw and she said, we have organic and we have pesticide free. Can you mm -hmm. break down what organic and pesticide free, the differences between organic and pesticide free? Okay, so organic, in order to be certified as an organic vendor or just have to even have that label on you, no matter where you're at, um, there's, several, there's several tests that you actually have to go through. And I shouldn't say tests, but there's a, there's, there's this, uh, basically you have to have people come through. It's a long process in a lot of, in a lot of cases. Uh, it could be costly in some cases. Um, and so a lot of people don't like myself. We don't, I don't carry an organic license or, or organic uh, certificate certification. Exactly. But when we're saying pesticide free, that's pretty much it. Like we're not using pesticides. Somebody will, some other people will say that we're all natural uh, or we'll, we'll use, um, we follow organic practices. Uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. They all kind of fall under the same umbrella. Like, you know, we just can't call ourselves organic because we don't have that license because you know it's a, it's an actual it's an actual deal for me to even tell somebody that i'm organic you know it's kind of gotten to that point um so yeah that's that's kind of what the, that's kind of the biggest difference between those at a farmer's market uh, so basically just the the organic is more it's a certification but pesticide yeah. free could be similar to organic without the paperwork Precisely. Yeah. It's just letting you know that they're not using any pesticide. That's kind of what it is. That's uh, one of the biggest, um, the two, the two biggest questions you get uh, on a farmer's market is, are you using GMOs, GMO seeds, and are you pesticide free? Those are the two of the biggest ones. So, you know, those are a lot of times when people will end up saying that they're not when they're at the farmer's market, just to let you know that what they're growing is safe, you know. I like to say that I'm transparent. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, you can come see me. I don't care. I'm better than organic. I'm beyond organic. <laughs> yeah, come I go, see me. Yeah, come see me. <laughs> Let's see what we do. Yeah. Well, no, nah, man, I, I can say this. I'm about to send a pound out to Jeremy. If hey. I don't drive it out, I'm going to Uber it out to him. All and right. I got Brand, and I got Brown because he got to, you okay. know, he, he, him and his folks get it. But you know what? I've been a uh, I have some Chinese chicken salad salad dressing, and I've been like dribbling that over the the the, the, the little microgreens, and yeah. I'm in the game, man. Well, they fire, they fire, man. I mean, you know, this week I've been messing around with lemon, man, lemon and pepper. You know, that's kind of been what I've been on for. On microgreens? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Wow. That's all I've been doing. I mean, it's just a taste thing, man. For you know, after a while, I guess I done went through them so many different ways. Sometimes I get extravagant, and then sometimes I'm just like, man, whatever. Or sometimes I just eat them. I just, you know, I'll just be out there eating them. It's like I don't put nothing on. I just take it to the dome. Well, I'll say this about Jeremy. I ain't slapped hands with him. Or his <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, man. Is this okay? Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, blowing off a little steam, man. We got a uh, – I, I, I hashtagged uh, a single malt whiskey on him. But I went to the faithful 1942 Don Julio, and uh, Opio's birthday was last week. I hollered at him for about an hour. That, that was a real yeah. good catch up with my folks. And uh, yeah, right now we sipping on a Stone uh, Double IPA. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I gotta say, man. I, you know, as I'm not much of a drinker, but because of you, <laughs> this last year, I tasted the finest of liquors liquor brands i mean it's so funny to walk into a room and they'd be like hey, oh yeah i had that before to be like it's like two three hundred dollars a bottle like yeah i had it <laughs> nah you gotta treat yourself yeah. good put put it this I'm way <laughs> people are gonna treat you at a fraction of how you treat yourself and that's mm -hmm. how i look at it and uh wow and, and not to be jock and brown but that's something he's always saying he's like dude be fair to yourself man 
It ain't even about. <laughs> I'm still talking. You you could do yourself wrong before anybody could do yourself wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Be be fair to yourself. You know what I'm saying? But I will say, uh, you do look like you're working out, Jeremy. I see you. I see a little oh, motivation man. in you, man. I, I don't put my stationary. <laughs> I, I uh I have a trainer on my bike, on my little mountain bike, okay. and I and propped it up and filled up the the tire pressure. Got a new seat, you know. Man, my my, my girl, man, she, she just left when uh when I got on. I don't know if you could tell, but uh she's she's a fitness person, so it's like, you know, what I mean, when you're dating a fitness person, you you can't. There's only so many days they can wake up before you. Imagine a chick waking up before you, doing a ten minute core. You know, for all that stuff, and then you wake up like, like, you know what I mean? Like you make you like, you <laughs> like a punk. You know what I'm saying? So I just be up there, just getting it with her, just to keep up doing the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's starting to reflect. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man, it's it's a cool thing, man. I'm about to hop into my thizzle, man. I'm a, uh, I need to pull it together, man. I'm just over here eating good, cooking good. I'm getting, I'm doing some hard work. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know what I'm saying? We sauteing uh, and smoking and, you know, smoking meat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. Yo, we, I, wanted to run, I wanted to run this by you. Um, I thought they wasn't going to do it, but it looks like they're going to. You know they're going to release a HBO documentary on, on our boy, Russell Simmons. Oh, they really? Somebody hit me up on that, man, and I was kind of like, they, they were talking about the Beastie Boys aspect because I guess one of the Beastie Boys had put out a, a something on, on social media or something like that. And I just say this. You can throw Russell Simmons under the bus, but whatever he's doing or whatever he did or whatever, whatever, man, not to be insensitive, but like, dude, the entertainment industry is just what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, don't hate the process. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 when, go ahead, Jeremy. Me? Or just, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, so, no. no. Only thing I was going to say was um, I, I, I hope all these people who are pushing for this narrative keep the same energy because nobody's perfect. Everybody has sinned and come short of the glory. And it kills me when um, they'll sit here and attack, especially these black men, these established black men who have notice, noticeable changes in their life and lifestyle. Right. You know what I mean? Who's literally put that, keep that same energy, which I am glad about um, Weinstein, but when these new cases, because the whole point, it's not about changing the past. You can't change the past about mm -hmm. correcting the future. So keep that same energy when, you know, the, these 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 uh, rich white, you know, people, sons and daughters of the Rothsteins and the, the um, you know what I mean? These high power elite people, when they get, because a lot of them, even throughout all this, I don't know if you realize, a lot of CEOs stepped down. Man, that was wild. They stepped down. Yep. Now, that's it was like a wave of them. That, that's, it's criminal, believe it or not. That's criminal. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just saying that, all right, you know, just because you're related to the lawmakers don't mean you're above the law, right? Let's, Let's let's yeah. let's hold everybody accountable on the same level if we going off the law. You know what I mean, let's not just, you know, I mean, if, if we have to sacrifice Russell Simmons, that's fine. I mean, I really, really respect him everything he did for hip hop, Ooh. for comedy, for everything. They can't erase that. They can't erase his impact. No, his you know, you legacy. Erase, you can't erase LL Cool J. You can't erase Run DMC. You can't erase erase that. So go ahead and throw this man on the bus. He's he's in Bali chilling. You can't do. My my experience with Russell Simmons, I'm with Brown and DJ Kid Fresh. We're uh, in Bali eating dinner, and they sent over some. Uh, they sent over a pizza, and uh, you know Brown's vegetarian or. or uh, Why'd you eat pizza? He's higher than vegetarian. It's you know he's uh, he's ascended. <laughs> yeah, he, he he don't eat really. He eats like ten percent of what I eat. You know what I'm saying? And there's very <laughs> we're limited on where we could meet in the road. But uh, we had a pizza. You have any molecules on the menu? Well, I tell you what I had. It was some pizza. It was some uh, pork belly fried real hard. And it was it was a couple other little ins and outs or whatever. And so we're sitting down and we're eating, and it was kind of like we were all jet lagged because Bali is like. 
uh, I want to say, I can't remember if we flew to Hong Kong or the Philippines before we got there, but we went somewhere before there. So anyway, we were all worn out, but I was like, man, you know what? I'm not turning down no free meal. You know what I'm saying? On the beach in Bali. So Brown, Kid Fresh and I, we go out to have dinner. So we're sitting down and, uh, and, the, and the guy who's uh, promoting the show is like, okay, this is where the show's gonna be tomorrow. It's gonna be, it was, we were out there for New Year's. I think it was New Year's, but anyway, they're like, blah, blah, blah. So we're eating and dude, Russell Simmons walked right up and was like, man, I heard Farside was here. What's up with Farside? He's like, hey. man, whoop, whoop, whoop. And I was <laughs> like, damn. And he sat down, but but first thing he said, he's like, man, you know you're eating a whole little thing of cow pus. He's talking about the pizza. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoga thing. So we all had a conversation. Brown, you know, he, he chimed in, whatever. But the thing about it is you can't hate the if it 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 if you want to hate Russell Simmons, you need to hate LL Cool J. You need to hate hate the Beastie Boys. You need to help hate Run DMC. Not because of what they've done, but I'm just saying that's the man's legacy. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, man. You need to hate those Jewish, uh, those Jewish people uh, that gave him the money. The reason why Russell Simmons is made those power moves because he was affiliated with those Jewish people. You know what I'm saying? Man. Man. So those Jewish people, we need to get them. You mean to tell me they ain't got no bodies in their trunk? Cut it out. Cut <laughs> it out. You know what I'm saying? You, you attack Russell Simmons. Why? Because he, because he's um, out there. You know what I'm saying? They want they want to cut they want to cut our yogi. heads off. He's a yogi, man. He's a yogi. He's a, a vegan. Yeah, he's a vegan yogi. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. I don't feel I'm equal to Russell Simmons, but I feel that Justin has put some microgreens in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to I want to eat ascended like I want to eat with prayers and oh, <laughs> my man. hands like this. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Man, nah, we're gonna be in the game. So, dude, I appreciate you, Jeremy. I appreciate you, Justin. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this weekend, I want you guys to pull up on Justin and Cerritos. You know what I'm saying? You know. the farmer's Market. Uh, it's right over there where the little uh, Best Buy and all that stuff is, whatever. Uh, yeah, if you get there early, it really wasn't a super line, but uh, if you want to be OG about it, I'm gonna give you the pass. If you can recognize Justin, just go over to where his van is and then park there, and you can just kind of slide through. Yeah, <laughs> you can slide through. Yeah, line. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like packed there? Like, is it? Is that like we we, no. we back in business or we've been cool. like we've been my my markets have been cool, man. No no long lines. They started a line last week, though. When I when I pulled up on y'all, I was I was almost about to go that way. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna go around to the yeah, home. Okay, me shoot, man. Yeah, I man, I'd be on there doing my thing. I didn't. I mean, I know normally about the game done flipped a little bit. So normally about ten o'clock, a lot of it has kind of died down now. So okay. you can be able to kind of pull in there and get a lot of things. But then it comes in these weird waves. I used to I used to be able to time that junk. Now, man, it's like after all this done happened, everything's kind of flipped upside down. The money's still rolling through, but it's uh, coming in different times now, man. So it's a little hard for me to pinpoint. I heard some of the funniest stuff I ever heard. I was at a uh, at Long Beach when I I checked you out maybe about probably about a month and a half ago. Because now now you're in Cerritos, I'm like, man, yeah. Long Beach is cool. I love the drive and everything. But I can hit Cerritos and hit them and hit my office. The office is like maybe 10 minutes, five, five minutes, five minutes from Cerritos or whatever. But I had a guy and he was uh walking away. We were both walking out the farmer's market in Long Beach. He said, Man, I don't ride on your market, so why why are you riding on mine? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Telling, you know, he was he was he was speaking to the people who were never on farmers markets, but because every you know the corona, everything is crazy or whatever. Yeah. Now people are understanding, man, we can go to the farmer's market and get some produce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's that. You know what, man? I think ultimately, at least that's that's my hope, man, is that people do start getting a little bit more up on markets, man. Um, yeah. I mean, before I started working in them, I was up, I was I was I was shopping them, man. And uh, I mean, if you can't grow it, homie, you might as well know the farmer that does. So, you know, just, 
build. You could break bread with them cats and let, let you know, let these cats let you know, man. That's like, that, that's what the illest thing about a farmer's market is. You know what I'm saying? At least to me, it was like, whatever questions you got, it's like, yo, this cat right here more than likely either grew it or had a hand in growing it. And he can probably let you know what exactly went into making it. You ain't getting that in no storage. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I get, I okay, I'll say, I get my eggs from the farmer's market. You can get 20 large brown eggs for like, like 10 bucks or nine bucks or something like that. Uh, I get my bread from the people across, except I didn't mess with them last week. They was funny on not wanting to cash my bill. They didn't even have yeah. yeah. no fake bill. You know, so like I have 50. That's all I have with me. Yeah. And man. Yeah, I'm gonna, wild out there. I'm going to see, see you on Sunday, just a spider. I'm not going to even check you out in Cerritos, man. I'm going to come and check you out in Long Beach. Are you going to Long Beach? Okay. Well, see, home, homegirl in Long Beach know what's happening. She give me the deal, you know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, she give me the hookup. She okay. give me the hookup. I get three breads, and she breaks them down, and, you know, the whole little. Yeah. yeah, that's the move. You know what, too, man? Like, a lot of times, man, just, like, quiet is kept, yo. But if you make it, if you make it to a farmer's market normally on a Sunday later in the day, that's where you can get a lot of good deals. Love. A lot of good deals, but you don't always get like the, yeah. the creme de la creme. You dig like, yeah. Um, but the stuff that you know, like beans, uh, shit, what beans, uh, uh, Brussels sprouts, like things that just come in abundance, man. You can find like kales, all that kind of stuff out there still, man. And cats yeah. ain't trying to take that home a lot of times, man. So they'll, they'll break bread with you. Last last thing I'm going going to rant about about the farmers market, your boy that makes the garlic avocado oil, he's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Like 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 my whole thing was like olive oil. I was like olive 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 olive. He broke me off the huge bottles okay, of so. garlic avocado oil, yeah. and I use that the way I use butter. Man, that that mm -hmm. shit is the truth, man. And you know what? What else is ill? I don't do it. I'm kind of rolling off of it a little bit now. But because it has a higher content of uh, heat, it can take a heat like way more than, shit, I think even olive oil, man. You can actually drop a little bit of butter in there. Yeah. Mix. Yeah. Homie, throw some mushrooms in that. Homie, you're going nuts, dog. Like, that. <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fire. Yeah, it's All good. Well, no, nah, man, uh, check out, what's your social media tags, Justin? Uh, cdezanzadu.com, that's the website. And then uh, the cdezanzadu uh, is Instagram. You, I mean, you can mess with Facebook, but I really, I don't really mess with that too much. And then on uh, YouTube as well, it's the cdezanzadu, one word. Yeah, man, and holler at him. Get get a pound at a time, man. Get a pound, man. Yeah, get a pound at a time. You know what I'm saying? Boy, What's up with you, Jeremy? You got anything? Uh... <laughs> Catch me. Uh, I'm going to be <laughs> living room all over, all over. Uh, man, I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to be in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, New York. No, man, comedy did. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, look, so um, I'm revamping a lot of stuff. Um, I just say for now, man, stay tuned. JeremyScipio.com. That's uh, Jeremy, S C I P P I O.com. And on Instagram, um, that's uh, Jeremy Comedy. Uh, Jeremy comedy. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, you know, yeah, more to come. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on some things. I'm working on uh, some YouTube stuff too. So uh, I got some content. I got a lot to get off my chest. And uh, yeah, man, I want to get. I really want to get this money into our people's pockets because I think ignorance holds us back so much. Yeah. And these white people are not ignorant. This, the thing is, we feel guilty about things that come natural to them, and. It's, it's, it's just a poverty mindset. They be so, on it, dude. Admit, the moment that they mention it, they be, yeah. they be, they're the, the same way people buy Yeezys. They are on it. Come on. Like, no offense, no offense to Craig, but you heard what he said? He's like, I'm, I'm self-employed, so I don't get a stem. I'm like, nigga, that's $1,200 with your name on it, and you're avoiding it. And the cool <laughs> part about that, too, man, is the way I look at it, man, especially that type of money, man, it's like, yo, if these cats is giving me back some of my money. I'm damn sure gonna take it. You know what I'm Man. saying? Like, yo, it's like, yo, they they giving it back. Like, grab, grab it. Yes, you know yes. This yeah. is this is money that they've been holding on to, that they, they literally act like they did not have. 
Yeah. And this is only, they only put the 1200 out there just to see what will happen. But it's, co- it's coming to the point where the next set of um of bills they just, uh they're, they're going through right now, everybody should get at least 2000 a month. You know what I mean? Well, there's been a lot of things, man. There's been a lot, a lot of different talks I've heard, man, about the whole yeah. thing. You guys ever mess with the, uh, the disaster relief money too? It was given about yeah. 10 G's with that one. Uh, yeah, well, everybody didn't. Everybody didn't qualify for that. Uh, I know the at the the very start of it was a thousand, but it can go right. up to that. Yeah, that keyword is up to up to up to. That's that's, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, my boy who sent it to me, who runs a business, whatever, white guy, Jewish guy, uh, <laughs> he said like, yo, he put it in. And he was like, yo, he said I got a thousand bucks in my account just off rip. Like oh, that. Steve, yeah. They still ain't they had it open for two days. They only had it open for two days. Crazy. Word. Well, they're supposed to open it back up. I, I mean, I, I was actually, I actually signed up the whole bit, and they're telling me it's going to be like a matter of a couple of weeks, man. Before, right, yeah, yeah, they think, man, every everything's in a process right now because it's, it's all just a bills. It has to go through, uh, uh, you know, certain channels. But truth be told. If there ever was an emergency that affected the entire globe, this is it. Nothing is going to hold them back from, like, it's to the point where if they disqualify you for anything, uh, for whatever reason, if there's any, if the government is caught in any way not allowing you access to this money, then you could sue them. Yeah, I've seen seen that right now. Funny, man, that kind of shit's been popping up on my YouTube channel, man. Yeah, that's what they, they were the hashtag stay home. They don't hashtag apply here. No, no, did, no. Did you get your Angelino card? Did right. you get your, you know what I mean? But they rather push the narrative that, oh, if you get these things, then you're a bum. You're a homeless person. If you are on welfare or you uh, food stamps, then you're a bum. So these disaster relief loans and all that stuff goes in that same category where it's like, oh, I don't, I, I'm too good for those things. Like, yeah. you are, an, you have a social security number? Right. Then you, this is your money. No, I think little Kim said it best, man. And Biggie Smalls, get money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nah, man. I appreciate you, Jeremy. Thanks for tapping in. You know what I'm saying? On the whole little nine. Justin, it's always a pleasure, man. I'm going to shout your name until uh, I can't shout it no more, man. Cause you, you got me doing something where I feel good about myself. You good, man. Good. Let, let me th- glad for letting me be a part of it, man. Thanks for letting me ride with you. Yep, no, no ill conscience involved in it. You know what I'm saying? I can just feel good about. <laughs> I feel good on my drive up there, and I feel good on my drive. That's what's hey. up. Man. Hell yeah! That's what's cool. up. That's what's well, up. No, thank you, thank you guys, and uh, I'll get this collective together in about three weeks to a month again. And I just wanna, I wanna, I wanna keep bringing you in, Justin, because I feel like you provide uh knowledge based on um, not a health nut lifestyle, but just things that you can do. That's, it's not a big deal. It's not anything that's nasty. It's not nothing that's crazy, but it's something that, you know, we all do. We need to to beef up our immune systems right now. That's just the real thing, man. I mean, shit, it, you know, I mean, it's, it's been cool, man. Cause I'm starting to see more black people come to the market, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, before when we used to be able to give samples, like I used to not let too many black people. I, I would go hard on us, man. I'd be like, "Nah, you need to come on up over here, man, and try this here out." You know, um, yeah, it's yeah, man. There's just so many things, dude, that you can that we can do, and um, just feel good, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you just feel your body feel good, and that's gonna you know get your mind right. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of times, man, it starts here. You know what I'm saying? And then this starts acting like what's what's wrong, and then this is like. I don't know. The next thing you know, you making some bullshit up, you know, and then your mind's going all crazy. Then the law of attraction kicks in, and now you're going down the wrong road. Hey, I, hey, hey! I was there. I was looking at you like, man, he got wheatgrass and all kinds of stuff. Like that. <laughs> I'm not going. He's one of the only brothers out here bending, so I'm gonna walk past and make the eye contact and give him the head nod. <laughs> not gonna be messing with them greens that he got over there. Don't look very appetizing. Right. That's a lot of that's a lot of us, man. And I I don't know, man. My my mom used to get pissed off if I wasn't eating my greens, you know what I'm saying? So uh, but yeah. you you know what it is though? It's like if a person doesn't taste it, 
just looking at it, just thinking. Because like I, I would take shots of wheatgrass year, right. years ago. Right. Brown, Brown would always do his little boost. He'd do boosts and stuff like that or whatever. But I was just like, oh, man, something green, something whatever, whatever, whatever. But I will say this. The first time I bought microgreens from you, I patronized and it didn't really, I, it, it probably, I probably didn't even taste it. But then when I came around years later and actually tasted it, I was sold, man. I, I was hooked. Like, I'm hooked. I, I preach the gospel. You know I what I'm saying? I appreciate you, man. I mean, the, dude, not because I grew them, man. They fire. I'm, shit, I'm about to go out there right now, harvest a salad, give me some microgreens, man, for, for dinner right now, man. That's that's what I'm about to go do right now, man. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that's just the truth, man. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Good looking out. I appreciate you guys tapping in. Uh, you stay safe, Jeremy. You stay safe, Justin. You know Jeremy. what I'm saying? Splendid Radio on Farside TV. Peace. Right, Peace. Dang. <laughs> yeah.